New COVID nonsense and the president of the United States is meeting with the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. Oh my gosh, who's going to win in that one? It's a Skype call going on right now. We'll get to that in 60 seconds. Okay, this is going to come as a shock to I mean a real it's please sit down if you are standing up if you're driving pull over because you're not going to be able to handle this news. The Fed has finally come out and said you ready. This inflation is real. It's persistent and it might be here for a while. Oh my gosh. What? I thought it was completely transitory. Where's, yeah, where's the word transitory? It's I, supposed to be in every inflation story. I know, story. and I didn't think that it was supposed to be bad, but they're saying now it could go till 2023. Mm. Oh, so that's good. That's good. So uh, maybe we should just have some more lockdowns. Anyway, the real kicker here is uh, wage inflation, which is described as sticky. Uh-huh. That's mm. a stick. If somebody at the at the Fed ever said to me, you know, it's really a sticky situation is our. Are you kidding me? That's the word. What do you guys do all day? Sticky. When inflation on goods and services lasts long enough, which it has, employers have to offer higher wages so workers can surpri- uh, can survive. They also can't lower those wages once the market cools. Meanwhile, the old dollar just keeps on losing value day after day. So what do you do? May I suggest Goldline, an excellent head. Now, remember, the same guys who told you this was transitory will tell you that gold probably is not a great investment. It's probably not. It's probably, I don't even know what you're talking about. Gold. <laughs> remember, I'm the guy who told you it's transitory. Uh huh. Gold and silver, excellent hedge against excessive inflation or hyperinflation. Goldline, call them today. Find out how to protect your portfolio. This week only, Goldline is offering a free two ounce silver maple flex bar with the qualifying purchases of $5 gold Indians. These are the coins that I own for many reasons. Ask Goldline why. 866 Goldline, 1 866 Goldline or goldline.com. Oh. Stu, how is how you know it would be fun if we could get Jeffrey Tubin to uh, Skype in right alongside of the president and Vladimir Putin, you know? <laughs> I think so. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that hopefully would end the call faster. Vladimir would see what was going on, mm-hmm. maybe sign off quickly, mm-hmm. and then less damage can be done. Mm-hmm. That's the only my only hope here is that Zoom meetings typically accomplish nothing. So hopefully nothing bad can happen here. Uh, maybe they won't understand each other. Maybe someone in the White House can kick kick out the Wi-Fi and just get this thing over with. Because, There's got to be a patriot somewhere. Yeah, just if just, you happen to see a Wi-Fi connection. Just disable it. Just disable it. Oops. Make it like hotel Wi-Fi that never works. Right, that'd be That's great. That's all. That's all we need. That'd be great. You should have him do this at a hotel. The mm-hmm. more expensive, the better, because the more expensive the hotel, the less chance the internet works. That's That's a... <laughs> That's definitely true. Oh, Mr. President, did we book you at a hotel where the Wi-Fi isn't working? Ah, and today it. is the Vladimir. <sighs> oh, well. Don't I have one of them uh, communication boxes in the van? No, we don't. Nope. Uh-uh. Not in the van. The van that follows us? Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. That's no. just uh, it's it's a child uh, molester. It's don't it's worry a- about <laughs> it. Just a child molester. <laughs> That's all. Well, yeah. It might be. It actually, might be. It <laughs> might be a government official child molester. <laughs> yes. So you got that going for you. So they're going to talk a little bit about um, uh, Ukraine, which 
I mean, I think Joe Biden is, uh, I mean, he already has threatened Mr. Putin, you know, hey, back off. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot. Vladimir really just empty threats are his Mm -hmm. game. Yeah, it is. He, you know, he likes. Well, he he says sanctions are coming. Please don't take away our ability to saturate American market with uh, uh, staking uh, dolls. (laughs) <laughs> Russian staking bulls don't take ability away for that. Right. Yeah. If we take the Russian stacking dolls, well, okay. Uh, what I, uh, what I really don't care about is uh, oil pipeline to uh, Europe, but I really do care about Russian staking doll business. Don't, don't touch that. Make me cry. Boo hoo. I think Vladimir Putin could be almost that, uh, clear mm-hmm. and and, uh, and Biden would be like, hey, did you know? Didn't you hear when he said you got to take these people in their word? Go <laughs> <laughs> after the stacking dolls. Um, what would you do? Well, what would I do? Yeah, Glenn Beck, you're president of the United States. I wouldn't have given him I, a. I wouldn't have given up all of the momentum that we had had with uh, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and I would have said, you know, even if I. If, if I disagreed with Donald Trump, you know, uh, many of the things that he did, I disagreed with. But, uh, you know, he had uh, he had the world on the right footing. And and uh, if you think he was tough, if you think he has a twitchy eye, why, I might just be senile. <laughs> you play up the senility. Yeah, I, like I would. That. I would play up the I could be dangerous, too. I've got a button. Look who could press it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I mean, that's, what, that's the only thing that has stopped somebody like Vladimir Putin, because he'll always, he'll always outsmart, out evil somebody. But they don't believe us at this point. Certainly not with no, Joe no, no, Biden no. as no, president. No, it's too late now. So, you know, I mean, and I, believe me. It's like I having Homer Simpson as our president. Imagine Homer Simpson. I think Homer Simpson might have a better chance of getting, uh, you know, the things through. Than Joe Biden. If if Homer Simpson were sitting at the Oval Office desk having the teleconference with Vladimir Putin, oh yeah, I would have much more confidence in yeah. someone like Simpson. We're talking about a nuclear engineer. Yeah, uh, yes, much more confident, much more confident mm-hmm. and competent. Um, but like, if Russia, which it does appear like they might be preparing for, invades Ukraine and just like you know takes over the country, we do nothing. We're doing nothing. We right? do I nothing. mean, that's the end of this. Is we we just say, oh, darn it. And then maybe there's some sanctions and there's some there's some (laughs) angry letters and speeches. But that is it. Right. And if we know that Vladimir Putin definitely knows it. Yeah. They're not doing they're not going to do anything. President Z, you don't think President Z and Putin are talking back and forth going, what moron this guy is. huh? Yeah. And then obviously Xi with Taiwan is is another logical if step. If Vladimir after Putin this. goes into uh, into the Ukraine and we do nothing, I mean sanctions. Ooh, not sanctions. I mean, I don't want to go to war, but you know, this is why you have a big stick and you walk softly. Donald Trump had the world convinced he was bat crap crazy that he just might do it. Mm-hmm. That guy could launch. He doesn't care. Now I think. I think he did care. Of course. Deeply. But they, um, they were not able to read wh- what he might do, how he might react and, in a situation and like his, that. And his uh, wants were very, very clear. Donald Trump um, was very clear on uh, how to deal with him. 
he was going to do the right thing as he saw for America. So there's no deals off the side that you can make with him. Just flatter him. Say, hey, love your hotels, dude. Love mm-hmm. your hotels. Mm-hmm. You're great. Wonderful. Flatter him and uh, and give him as much as you can that will help his country. Right now, do you who's what 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 is Biden coming to the table? Who's he really protecting? Seriously, who's he protecting? Oh, him yeah. so his far son? He hasn't protected anybody. Right. That's the uh, one of the, the tragedies of his presidency. What's he stand for? Seriously, what does this guy stand for? He uh, doesn't stand for traditional America, for you know the America that we've always known and loved. No, he doesn't. He doesn't stand for that. He does, he's not standing for regular jobs. He's standing for union jobs. Who does he really answer to? You or the union or who? I, I don't have any, any answer for you on this stuff. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's trying to do. I mean, he is I mean, like, I know what AOC is trying to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know what Biden is trying to do. I mean, I just it seems to me he wants to he wants to he, he's in a contest to get to the lowest possible approval rating. That's the only thing materially i can tell that he's trying to do he's trying to get to six percent he's on his way so do you think that uh, here's the advice um uh to to uh president joe biden Mm -hmm. from the uh, ukraine defense minister please stand firm against moscow if i can advise president biden i would like him to articulate to Mr. Putin, that no red lines from the Kremlin side should be here. The red line is here in Ukraine, and the civilized world will react without hesitation. The idea of not provoking Russia will not work. So what he's saying is there's a red line, and if Russia moves, there will be, quote, a bloody massacre. And so what they're asking is, Look, I've talked to the Ukrainians. The Ukrainians are very clear. They will fight you to the last man. It will be a bloody massacre. And we're not going to see all these people massacred. NATO will respond. Don't do it. But but he doesn't have the tr- the the, um, the credibility to pull that off. No, he doesn't. And, you know, look, if you think we're going to stop if if we allow the Ukraine thing to happen, which I fully expect will we have will there be uh, sanctions yes uh, we'll, we'll we'll do something Torn staking dolls yeah, no, no more, longer no for more sale sta- no more stacking dolls in walmart oh they got rid of our diplomats oh boo-hoo i'm crying right now inside deeply right so yes that some of that stuff will happen but if you think you know remember ukraine has twice as many people as taiwan and has 10 times the landmass or more so if we don't do anything about Ukraine, we're not going to do anything about Taiwan. Mm-mm. Now, th- this is free reign, and I think they all realize they have it. All these countries realize this is the time to take your steps that you've been wanting to take for years and years and years because we have shown, particularly in Afghanistan, but in so many other areas, that we are weak. And we you can roll over us and we're not going to do anything. You know, it's really scary. It's for years, I've said... There's going to come a time when the rest of the world will look at each other and go, oh, my gosh, nobody's watching the store. Go now, 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 now. It does feel like we're there. And it feels like that. It feels like that. I I mean, it's going to be really interesting. I would I'd love to see uh, this actual I'd love to be a fly on the wall and actually know 
what was being said. I, I bet it. I bet it is head in your hands. Kind of the embarrassment that uh, the prosecution had on the on the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, where he's just like, "Oh my god! Oh my gosh! This I is happening! I can't believe this is happening!" I bet it's that. I, I bet it's going to be that. I don't think, other than symbolism, though, that there's much to happen here in this meeting is there i mean uh, you know look vladimir putin's gonna say what he wants to say and biden will probably say things that are generally speaking consistent you'll take with... a measure of the man though yeah and that's, that, a, that's why that's why but hitler they, but they do they need to do that with biden they know who he is the guy's been going around the country the world for the past multiple decades begging people for money i think and you want to know how I, I, son. I think you want to know how if i'm a foreign if i'm a foreign uh actor and i can have a meeting with the president who i've met a million times in the past but i can have a meeting with him now one-on-one now that he is president now that he is where he is with the poll mm-hmm. numbers that he has and the the just the striking image of competence i would have a conversation with him i would want to know how out to lunch is this guy because i know the vice president ain't gonna cut it so this guy's gonna make mistakes and the american people they're they're not gonna throw him out for her they're screwed for four years let me let me let me rephrase this question you are vladimir putin Yes. Yes. I'm worried about stacking dolls. Uh, yes, the stacking dolls are very, very big part of your agenda. I was throwing. I thought maybe that uh, that journalist was just stacking doll that wouldn't open up. I was throwing her off roof to right. see if she would open. She opened up. Unfortunately, no stacking doll inside. Right. So you're Vladimir Putin. Do yes. You, uh, the. I know when I ever get close to a, a Zoom meeting, I just I just look at this screen and I say, please don't ring. Please don't ring. Please don't work. Please don't work. Yeah, yeah. I just assume too. and hope. Yeah. Is that what Vladimir Putin's doing or does he want this meeting? He wants this meeting. And now give me let me give you the people around the president of the United States. They're all saying, please, is Pl- there any way? Don't pick up the phone, Vlad. Right. Don't pick up the phone. And that tells you all you need to know about this meeting. Yeah. There, I, what is the upside for the United States to talk to Vladimir Putin about this? So we, so the only upside is that Joe Biden can get on record with a, they'll pull a couple good quotes from him, not with actual audio, but just text and probably rewrite them. Uh, that he sounds kind of tough. He he said he was going to off the sanctions, and he better not do this, or there's going to be a big response, and he'll have his tough talk that he can come back to the American people and say, "I was on the right side of this." But like Vladimir Putin knows, there's nothing that Joe Biden can say or will say. And even if he does say something that actually would threaten Vladimir Putin, he knows that he's not going to go through with it. There's no I, the downside only reason, no, to Putin. The only reason to have it is I haven't yet made decision whether or not think that uh, those around Joe Biden will uh, uh, be capable of uh, stopping me. So I'm listening to Joe Biden going, this guy is such a boob and the people around him. Hmm. I'd ask enough questions to find out. uh, Is he really in charge? And if he's really in charge, is he going to be like he was with Afghanistan, where he's got these fools in the in the Pentagon? But this is what he can steamroll. This is what I mean, though. The upside there would be more information, right? You might have more information. What's the downside? Where is the downside on this call for, for Vladimir, Vladimir Putin? There is none. There is none. So Correct. why is it occurring? What's the downside for us? Tons of stuff. 
right? Like Joe Biden might start talking about squirrels in the middle of the call. We have no idea. There's tons of downside for us. Where's the downside for them? I can't find any. Yeah, I'd like to stop saying there's tons of downside for Biden because there's really not. Because quite honestly, guys, we all know this. I mean, let's be kind. In 10 years, he's gone. You know what I mean? He's gone. He's lived a long, long life. Mm. Nobody's going to nobody's going to say, gee, and they took him so young. Uh, (laughs) You know, the downside is for us, for our children, for the country, the American people. There's a downside and there's no downside for the for the for the Putin regime. None. So why is it occurring? Because he's because he is the duly elected president of the United States. And if he says he wants to have a meeting with Vladimir Putin, he gets a meeting with Vladimir Putin. Exactly. And unlike Mm -hmm. unlike the last administration, where it seemed like everybody was on high alert, this guy may not be mentally stable and leaking that everywhere. Everybody here seems totally good to go right along with it. Back in a minute, Rough Greens, Kevin wrote in about his dog's experience. He said, finally decided to try this after seeing the ads over and over, and I I thought it seemed like a lot of hype, but I am pleased to find out that it is everything it advertises. I have a four-year-old dog, pretty picky eater, but not anymore. She had a huge increase in appetite. She also gave it to her younger, we also gave it to her younger sister, and she loves it. They play all day long now until they collapse and fall asleep. Thank you so much, Rough Greens. Thanks, Kevin, for writing in. Sounds like your dogs are healthier and happier because you gave it a shot. Give it a whirl. It's not a dog food. It's something you sprinkle on the dog's food, and it's a supplement filled with all the things that make your dog healthy and happier. You can get a free bag right now just for your dog to try out. Free bag of Rough Greens. All you pay for is shipping. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash back. That's roughgreens.com slash back. Ten seconds, station ID. Okay, I want to know. Stu is the president of the United States, and uh, they come out with more of this garbage on... Uh, on uh, om- Omicron. Om- Omicron. 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 That's what I like. Omicron. Omicron. Yeah. That cron. Not that Omnicorn, though. We yeah. know it's not Omnicorn. Correct. What is it that if you were king, you would be doing? What would the sanction? Would we be more like Texas and Florida or would we be more like California and New York? Well, there's two different decisions to make here, right? One is based on personal liberty and freedom. So the answer is always going to be Florida and Texas over New York, whether it works or not, frankly, because people get a chance to make their own decisions for themselves. Mm-hmm. So from that perspective, Including the states, I would be I would also overthrow myself as a king. And that's not a good right. that's not a good system of government. Uh, but George Washington did it. Yeah. George mm-hmm. Washington did it. And, and a lot of people compare me to George Washington. It's, it's very up, common. <laughs> so what I the, the main things I would be doing is I think we are at the point in the pandemic where we have the tools needed to deal with it. I think there are earlier moments where we didn't and we didn't have treatments. We didn't have vaccines. We didn't have all the knowledge we have now on how this thing works and how it can progress. So now we are at the point, and I believe we're long past the point, but we are certainly at the point now where we have the tools to deal with this and we have the tools to let people who are adults make their own decisions for themselves. And so the one, if I was going to adjust policy in, in a couple of ways, I would be more aggressive in allowing people to have access to the innovations that are out there. 
you know, the, we are now in the middle of the, waiting what, yeah, multiple yeah. weeks for the FDA to approve the Pfizer uh, pill, which, you know, purports, we don't know, we haven't seen the, enough of the data, but purports to eliminate about 90% of hospital visits for people who take it. If that's available, if we have pills that can do that, the Merck one seems to be between 30 and 50%. Those are two really big steps, though, in the right direction. Uh, they don't need the hospital stay of of a uh, you know monoclonal monoclonal antibody treatment um but i would want to increase access to all of that stuff and i would also say i would speed up the freaking process for for example the vaccines for the delta variant which already exist but are in this same we need to wait eight months to approve them type of situation which doesn't make much sense okay, in a all pandemic right, okay. all right all right you, you, you left off the biggest the, you lost the biggest choose thing if they want to do these first things. thing you're president of the united states you fire fauci that's okay. the first thing <laughs> right. then M- n95 masks for all those who need it mm. and everybody who's just freaking out like i gotta wear a mask and you're wearing a kangaroo you know striped <laughs> cloth mask stop it you right. don't get a mask anymore get the vaccines from your doctors get all the treatments from your doctors <laughs> and uh, close all the kissing booths at the state fairs whoa yeah whoa. that's what i'm gonna do no program. if you walk around all day with food on the brain i mean <laughs> right uh there's nothing better than a rec tech uh because it is so good it makes the food that you're cooking so good whether it's a rack of delicious ribs or a steak slathered in butter, burgers to die for, even vegetables. You know, I have a few vegetarians in my family, and so we cook the vegetables. I protest, but they like them. Rectech, it's amazing. Built with solid stainless steel, has smart grill technology, which means that your food heats evenly all throughout the cooking process and will adjust the temperature itself as needed. Best of all, you can control the whole thing from an app. It makes a great Christmas gift. It really does. Order your grill for the holidays now and save. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Rectech dot com. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Go there now. You're going to love it. Rectech dot com. Get your last-minute Christmas gifts at glenbeckmerch.com. Plenty to choose from. Use the code GLEN20 to save 20%. It all started with a misunderstanding, according to the Los Angeles Times. A black theater student at Coastal Carolina University told a visiting drama teacher she wanted to connect with non-white students. So the teacher drew up a list of names on a whiteboard, then forgot to erase it when they left the studio. When several other students walked in, they saw this list and they were left with the suspicion that those on it had been singled out with racist intent. A committee of professors investigated and promptly sent out a department-wide email clarifying what had happened that September day. Seeking to calm the students, the professors wrote that the explanation in no way undermines the feelings that any of you feel about the incident and that the faculty was deeply sorry. The visiting teacher also wrote an apology. No matter the good intention, I still want you to know I'm an idiot and I'm sorry. Well, things might have ended there. 
But at a time when college campuses have become center stage for the polarizing issues of race, identity, and what constitutes harm, the theater department was primed for conflict. Enter Steve Ernest. Steve is with us now. We've had him on before when this story first broke, what, two months ago? Uh, Yes. Uh, (laughs) It it, it seems longer than that. Yeah, I bet it does. I bet it does. Um, This is an amazing story, especially written by the uh, by the L.A. Times. Um, It shows that the person who really came out with you uh, or, or, or come out after you, one of the students, was really truly seemingly to me at least out of control i'm not going to ask you to comment on that um what has happened since they took you off and said we're not sure we're going to have to investigate this well uh you know again i was i was removed from teaching and uh you know assigned to other duties which i you know received sometime around november the second um but um i'm i'm simply happy to be reinstated at this point and uh, apparently we'll be teaching again next semester. Um, I'm not sure what that world will be like, but I'm certainly, um, you know, I have a long history uh, at, of great work at Coastal Carolina University, and I'm, I'm intending to continue that work uh, at this point in my life. So what is the, because I know that the administrators, some of them came out that you thought were friends, came out against you, um, in, including the department chair, who said the words in your email were white supremacist language. I think of people burning crosses and wearing white robes. And that's about as far away from me as I can ever imagine. Now he says he didn't, he says he don't, he doesn't remember saying these things. Eric doesn't remember saying that you were a white supremacist, but do you? It was, yeah, it was said at a meeting and I, I did not disclose the name of the person who, who said it. I didn't feel like I, I should disclose that name, um, but it was said uh, at a meeting, and um, I, I think that the writer, because they couldn't, um, you know, pin down exactly who said it, just you know, made the chair responsible for it. Oh, okay, so it it wasn't Eric Hall. No. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's fair. Good. Good to know. Um, so, um, but when when they said you could you could go back that your behavior was under review to determine whether your emails endangered the welfare of students or violated the code of ethical conduct requiring employees to create a respectful environment, nurture a climate of fairness and civility towards others, even in the face of disagreement. Um, they said that your actions didn't warrant disciplinary and disciplinary action at this time. Mm. <laughs> what is that? What is, I mean, is that how it's left? Is this still hanging over you? Uh, you know, I, we'll see. You know, um, my attorney, oh my who is a, uh, I don't know what's going on there. My attorney, who is a big fan of yours, Ruth Smith in Asheville, North Carolina. Hi, Ruth. asked me to, uh, say, to, uh, to say, say hello to you. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, she's keeping a watch on the whole situation. And so we are, you know, we're, we're taking it day by day and we will just approach um, you know, next semester, and um, I'm I'm considering uh, you know body cam and things like this oh just gosh. to uh, just to make sure. How are you going to? Uh, I mean, the theater is all about trust and exploration. Uh, I mean, I tell my daughter she wants to go into acting, and I'm I'm praying on my knees every day that something happens that uh, doesn't let that happen. But uh, <laughs> she. Uh, 
you know, she comes home, she's in high school, and girls are not just mean. They are vicious to one another. And she comes home and she'll be crying about something. I said, honey, you know, A, I'm sorry. And, you know, we we commiserate on on what, what happened. But also say to her, you have to get used to this because if you really do want to be in acting, people are going to say the worst things about you all the time. And you have to develop thick skin because not only going to say the worst things about you, you're going to try out for things and you're going to start in for 20 seconds and they're going to say next. You can't be crushed. Mm-hmm. You can't be crushed. Isn't there a lesson for the students here? You know, um, you know, it, it, it's funny that you would say that because just this morning I got a wonderful email from uh, a major uh, talent agent in Los Angeles who starts out by saying, bravo, you, I'm a talent manager, and that the students are going to be faced with rejection their whole lives. Please stay your course. They will learn far from you, more from you that way than they even realize. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it, it, really is, it really is that way. Um, I, in, in my opinion, it's a very, very difficult world, and you really do have to have a very, very thick skin to even have a chance of surviving. Right, and, and it seems as though, I mean, you know, I read one of the things you said to one of these girls is they're, um, hey, Shakespeare in the Park, and they're looking to cast people like you, and it's unclear whether it was her voice, her talent, or her color, but I will tell you that my daughter was told by an agent People like you are going to have a very hard time finding a job right now. And I said, what do you mean, people like you? And she said, white people. And we were like, okay. And we moved on with our lives. We moved on with mm-hmm. our lives. I mean, it is it, reverse discrimination is happening right now. Discrimination or whatever happens because fat people, skinny people, white people, black people. It shouldn't be that way, but it is. Well, you know, I, again, I've worked in professional theater for 30 years, and colorblind casting was something that was happening 20 years ago. It didn't right. matter, you know, what if, if you were working in Shakespeare, it didn't matter what, what color you were or, or what your ethnic heritage or anything was. It, it had to do with, with your voice and your ability. Um, and uh, so I, I think we've been past this for years, and for some reason now it, it's come back to haunt us. I mm. mean, uh, again, this, this idea... Of, of racism and casting. Um, th- this is a, I think, just look at the TV these days. It's, it's such a great time for people of color to be working in the theater. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, and, and we all celebrate that. I mean, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, so. And it's a, it's a great time for all people in, in any kind of entertainment because the access is everywhere. If you don't get access at the theater, you get access someplace else. I mean, you can do anything now with the internet uh, and and find your own way. And it's a remarkably free world that seemingly just wants to keep putting itself back into a bottle of of uh, of oppression uh, everywhere. But if you understand it, be free. Just do it. Yeah, and, and we still can't wrap our minds around what level of you know pandemic of. Uh, breakdown this this might have represented you know people just uh because you know a lot of these people are facing um a world where who knows what the direction of a theater will be and, and film i mean what well i mean 
what will the access to work be in casting uh, but, in the future? Steve, it's very uncertain time. That's yeah. the same thing that I go through, That the same thing that you're going through, and not just because of this incident, but because things are changing. I don't know if the campus is going to be like the campus is now in 10 years. Change is part of life. And if we expect our universities to be a bubble and protect them, I mean, the one thing it should be taught right now is the only thing consistent will be constant change. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hard. But if your school isn't preparing you for that, they're not preparing you for life. Am I wrong? Right. No, you're 100 percent right. And this is, you know, this situation is not unique to coastal Carolina. It's uh, it's happening at universities. Uh, my attorney said we're seeing as many as six of these a day sometimes. You know, these types of things. Um, Steve, um, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you feel like you, you might have to wear a, uh, a body cam. Uh, what a sad, sad statement that is. I, I would encourage you to have videotape on everything anyway. Um, but uh, it's sad that you have to be there. And I'm, I'm glad you went back. And I, and I hope that everybody gets along and you can uh, go back to some sort of normalcy uh, and do what you do best. Yeah. Well, the great thing is at universities, people graduate, so and we move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. So, uh, All right, Steve, thank you so much. Uh, he's the theater professor at Coastal Carolina University, reinstated now over uh, racism charges uh, in a ridiculous, ridiculous story. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't fire him because he voted for Trump, quite honestly. Oops, did I say that out loud? <laughs> they knew. Um, but uh, good for him. We'll watch the story closely. I'm a reasonable guy, but even I have my limits on certain things. I mean, I'm perfectly willing to eat healthy food, you know, um, as long as it doesn't taste like healthy food. And that is why I love Built Bars. They are healthy, but they don't taste healthy. They taste like really good candy bars. They're delicious. And I have standards to uphold. If you haven't tried Built Bars yet, you're really missing out. Made with 100% real chocolate, so they taste like a candy bar. But they're also high in protein and fiber, yet low in fat and carbs. Other protein bars, not so much. Built Bars, delicious. They taste like candy bars. So if you want to eat healthy while you're snacking this holiday season, I highly recommend Built Bars. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. It's Built.com. Promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order right now at Built.com. The Glenn Beck Program. (laughs) Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Does anybody else have a problem with time like i feel like since covid started there's been one christmas yeah well there technically has been one so far but this will be the second one right i guess then wow <laughs> like one summer yeah, it just no, feels it like feel. it's, it's like one year has passed yeah i was thinking about this donald trump mm-hmm. was president of the united states this year that like wait it, it doesn't feel possible january 6th was this was this year was this year yeah i mean we're it, coming up to its year anniversary doesn't it seem like okay let me say these <laughs> let me say this name amy coney barrett 
How long Jeez. ago was that? Just over a year ago. It was October, I think, of 2020. 2020? <laughs> I mean, just over a year ago. That feels like a hundred years ago. A hundred years ago. Like Donald Trump feels like he was president in like 2012 right he feels like it feels like like Mitt Romney time yeah you know his election in 2016 feels like 2012 yes so much has happened in the last year I I, you know people I mean just over the new year I mean people were still really inside and not doing much and there was that worry about about you're not really? allowed to, to meet i mean it's a little different in in, in places in te- like texas in Texas, but. it's been normal for forever for uh, a long time yeah for a long I, time. Mean, I mean we, we were in there for about three months and they were like yeah i think we had enough of this i mean really it was six weeks of full sort of like most stuff was closed here yeah, in texas right. and then they opened up the restaurants i know i was there mm-hmm. may 1st 2020 right. and, and it all kind of made sense didn't it yeah and still does and then we made we had a, a flare-up uh, in the south uh-huh. over the summer uh-huh. and we had some restrictions kind of pop back on that you know we, we went i think at one point we went from 50 percent opening for restaurants to 75 and then back to 50 for a short time mm-hmm. and so it was we were still sort of dealing with that down here at that point after that flare-up though it's been pretty much normal you know i mean it's, it's, with the events at first were closed right but the first uh full capacity event was here in texas in april but that was april of this year that feels like forever ago to me you can't relate to this because you're not old enough but kavanaugh's hearing seems as far back almost as robert bork (laughs) (laughs) you know it's weird it's just this thing that time has just i don't know what it is is it just because everything is happening so fast i think so and i think too we've spent a lot of time and i think this is very unhealthy for a society but we spent a lot of time thinking to ourselves we just got to get past x i haven't heard a single person say not this year not this year not this year Uh, this is the first year you haven't seen i can't wait for 2021 to be over 2022 is going to be better yeah no one believes that anymore. we all know it's getting worse stop you know it's like it's like matrix sequels we all know the next one's going to be worse why are we getting excited like none of it really matters you're just kind of like going (laughs) through the motions and you're like hey happy new year oh my god (laughs) but i think that we have spent so much time since particularly covid where you're just like okay if we can just get past this thing we can get past let's just get past you know the next thing and then there's the election we just got to get past that and then we just got to get past the you know all the crap going on and all of these gigantic news stories that have happened you know once the rittenhouse trial is over and if i could put you in if i could put you into a walt disney freezer Mm. under treasure island or wherever uh and then open it up in 10 years not far enough from the problems right (laughs) Right. Ten years you open up, they put you into frost and you're like, oh, crap. Put me back in. Yeah. Right. If I could open you at 2050. Mm. Now, would it seem what your kids would still be alive? Oh, that would be cool. Would it be too freaky? Because things probably are going to be a lot different. Yeah. (laughs) I got it would be a lot different. A lot of changes. I'd like to check in, see how it's going. But uh, I don't know that I want to stay. Okay. That's why you need the, the you don't want the freezer, you want the time machine. So then you can go back to the times that you liked. That Yeah, but when you do that, you realize 
wow, there's something faulty here. It's either with a machine or my memory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't so great back then. Well, Glenn, if we could just get past Omicron, then, <laughs> then everything is going to be fine. we'll be fine. Don't it's worry. just this last mutation. Just this is it. If we could just get past Armageddon, right? We will be fine. There's a giant asteroid currently ha- heading towards I'm the Earth. I'm rooting for the asteroid. <laughs> This is the Glenn Beck Program.